You're listening to the Bitcoin.com News Podcast. Today's guest is Derek Yu, the CEO of PureStake and the founder of the Moonbeam Project. Welcome to the show, Derek. Hi, thanks for having me here. Would you please start by uh, introducing yourself to our audience? Yes, of course. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, Derek Yu, CEO of PureStake, as you mentioned. Um, PureStake is the kind of company where we're doing the technical development work to support uh, the Moonbeam uh, network. Um, quick background I can give you on myself is that uh, I've been building software for uh, for all of my career. Uh, that's you know well over 20 years uh, at this point. Uh, so started off in you know even way back in the web 1.0 era and it's you know spending a good chunk of time in the web 2.0 space um, and then finally you know ending up uh, here. Uh, the big I guess thing in my in, in my career that um, really influenced a lot of my my view on things is that I did start a company back in 2005 called fuse uh, that was a uh, enterprise focused cloud technology company and um, I was there for a long time so I was there from two of us starting it in an apartment you know up through I think there was about 700 people at its at its height um, so learned a lot in that process of you bootstrapping a company building it up building the technology platform um, and uh, the the way I got into web 3 though is that my co-founder from that company a guy named Steve Kokinos he left uh, to start a crypto project uh, back in 2018 I guess it was and um, that's what got me initially interested right I'd worked with Steve for for quite a long time and you know he was telling me about you know how interesting uh, this space was and Uh, how many opportunities there were so that that's what got me initially interested he he is now um this the the CEO of a project called algorand which is based here in Boston like uh, like I am uh, so they've obviously gone on to build a you know whole layer one um, and ecosystem and so um that's a that's the original uh you know reason I got into web3 in the first place that we started pure stake in the beginning of 2019 uh, and um yeah so we've been having a lot of fun ever since uh, um, gone in a little bit of a different direction than uh, than you know my co- my former co-founder uh, we really um, folk you know went deep into the polka dot ecosystem and so that's where we've been you know building and uh, and kind of engaging uh, for most of that time since we started the, the company interesting so uh, let's get right to it what can you tell us about the, the moon being the project you know what what is it exactly what is the vision what do you offer what are you developing yeah so uh, I think uh, as I mentioned you know, we're we're building uh, in the polka dot ecosystem so let me first uh, give a little context to explain um, uh, you know what polka dot is and how it works and I think it'll make more sense than how we fit into that that context or that or that picture so Uh, so the the idea behind polka dot is that uh, it's a network of connected blockchains uh, the way it looks is that you have this uh, kind of backbone chain of the system called the relay chain and then you have many member blockchains that are part of the system they call those parachains that are connected to this to this relay chain and the idea of the network is that you can have uh, all of these different blockchains that They're able to communicate with each other because they're all part of the same uh, system and they get you know security uh, from this main 
uh, relay chain. Uh, so it's a pretty different idea and design than a lot of other blockchain systems out there, right? And a lot of other systems, a lot of other blockchains or networks, you know, there's a single blockchain that's kind of at the heart of it. In this case, you know, there's many different uh, blockchains. And uh, the company that's built uh, Polkadot, um, Parity, has this uh, blockchain development framework called Substrate. And so that's, if you want to build a, a blockchain in Polkadot, you use the Substrate development framework uh, to build one of these, uh, what they call parachains. And so that's that's what we've done. So Moonbeam as a project is one of these parachains that's part of the of this larger Polkadot uh, network. And uh, what it does is it provides a, a, a smart contract platform. It's uh, within the Polkadot network. Uh, this is something that when we first engaged with Polkadot, we saw an opportunity for this. You know, as a developer building in Polkadot, you have this option of using Substrate to build your own chain. But uh, what we realized is that there, that's good for some use cases, but for other use cases and for other dApps, uh, a smart contract platform was, is going to make, you know, it was a lot better fit, was going to make more sense. And so there was this kind of need in the ecosystem to have one of these uh, uh, parachains on Polkadot focus on smart contracts so that developers could um, develop dApps you know, using, using smart contracts versus building their own chain. And um, yeah, so that, that's kind of the original idea. And then there's a, a lot of different product choices that were made um, once we kind of figured out that that was our direction. Uh, one of the product choices was uh, to um, create uh, an environment that was highly Ethereum compatible. Um, you know, there's a lot of different smart contract approaches out in the market, but um, you know, we felt that uh, the Ethereum uh, tech stack is what we wanted to uh, what we wanted to optimize for. It's you know the the tech stack that has the most developers, it has the most developer tools, it has you know the most infrastructure, that has you know auditing firms that know how to audit the code. So you know there's a lot of practical reasons why uh, that was the, uh, the the direction we wanted to head in. And um, I think that that choice has turned out to be uh, a good one because what what's happened since we started developing this is that it really is a lot of the uh, chains that have gotten developer adoption outside of Ethereum have adopted this, you know, EVM or Ethereum style approach. Got it. So for the developers, what are the, you know, um, what are the advantages over, you know, just developing on Ethereum, uh, for example, if that's the, the system that they're already on? Right. Uh, so I would first make the comment that, you know, we certainly don't have some kind of point of view that, oh, there's only going to be, uh, you know, only Polkadot in the future or everyone's going to, you know, make some kind of big changes. No, I mean, we're in this, this permanently multi-chain kind of environment from here on out. Um, and uh, some of the things, so this Ethereum compatibility allows us, us to have this low friction way to get developer adoption. But there are some unique things that, that we can provide this our ethereum style implementation is like a, a full re-implementation using this uh, substrate development framework and so that allows us then to do a number of different things uh, that you wouldn't get if you for example uh, just forked geth right and that's what like a bsc is just like a fork almost of, of ethereum and so some of the things that you get are you know, we have advanced functionality that can be made available into this this evm environment so we already today have things like um, uh, 
an on an on-chain governance system, uh, a staking system that's accessible from the EVM and that we can use to to uh, drive uh, upgrades to the system. You know, using this on-chain governance uh, uh, mechanism. Uh, so those are all things that don't obviously exist on Ethereum mainnet. But the thing that is most interesting to us, and really actually is the reason why we we chose to go down this Polkadot path, is that because Moonbeam is a parachain on Polkadot, because it's part of this larger system, you know, we can offer native cross-chain integrations uh, to other chains, uh, both on Polkadot and actually outside of Polkadot, but um, uh, basically native integrations to other chains. And that's something that's unique. You know, that's something that only that we get because we're part of this larger system and not a standalone, uh, a standalone chain. And so, uh, to give you an example of that, we've recently rolled out uh, a feature uh, called XC20, Cross Chain 20. So th this is uh, a, a token representation that is a, a substrate native token. It can move around uh, the Polkadot ecosystem between different chains. But when it's when a token is on Moonbeam, it's represented as an uh, as an ERC20, right? So you can use it as if it's an ERC20. And so that means it's compatible then with all of the, you know, all of these existing uh, protocols that have deployed uh, to Moonbeam that are in the Moonbeam uh, EVM. And we have, uh, you know, many other examples like this of cross-chain integrations that will be, that's a big, you know, focus for us this year is delivering more and more of those, leveraging this um, native integration capability uh, that we have on Polkadot. I see. And from an uh, end user perspective, what are the type of uh, you know smart contracts that can now uh, be deployed thanks to Moonbeam that wasn't possible before? Yeah. So I'd say that um, what we've the, the initial set of adoption. Well, let me step back and make one point first that we, uh, in terms of where we are uh, from a deployment perspective, uh, Moonbeam is a network just launched uh, two weeks ago. Uh, so we're about two weeks, um, you know, in from uh, the mainnet full launch. Uh, we did have a previous network called Moon River. Uh, Moon River was part of Kusama, which is um, it's a little bit of a specific thing in the Polkadot ecosystem. Where, that Kusama is a place where people often deploy software first and get experience deploying it. It has real value, but uh, it's, a, it's a referred to as a canary net. It's a place where code gets gets uh, shipped first, um, and so that's been up and running for about five months now. And then we're about two weeks into the main Moonbeam deployment uh, at this point. And also I'd say that uh, the first set of things to deploy really are protocols that um, uh, basically protocols that uh, already exist uh, that can be quickly deployed because of the Ethereum compatibility on Moonbeam. Um, so that's, uh, you know, a number of DEXs already deployed. If I look at Moon River, there's, uh, lending and borrowing systems, you know, money market uh, type uh, lending and borrowing systems, uh, NFT projects, uh, games. Uh, those are the three uh, areas. And but it is the case that most of the deployments are uh, deployments from teams that are familiar with EVM style blockchains and are deploying, you know, existing code bases uh, to it. I think what we're starting to see though is teams that are taking advantage of these. Uh, native integrations, uh, these unique things that are on Moonbeam, and so th those are some of the things we're you know, we're very excited about. Uh, I'll give an example there. Uh, and we're working uh, with a, a team uh, at Lido, 
Uh, Lido, uh, you may be familiar with, makes um, a liquid staking derivative for uh, uh, Ethereum, the largest you know, one right now. Uh, they make the, you know, the results in this STETH uh, uh, asset. And so they're, they're looking to replicate that idea on Polkadot. They want to make a, an ST dot uh, product. And uh, so the way that's work, that's going to work, though, is that you know, there's a dApp that's going to be on Moonbeam that allows them to use all the Ethereum tooling and uh, allows them to interact with users via MetaMask as, uh, as they're used to doing. But then there's uh, native integrations uh, that we've made available uh, that will allow them to um, kind of remote control staking operations on the relay chain. So the relay chain is this very specialized chain that provides security and staking uh, within the Polkadot ecosystem. And they're able to then uh, you know, take, you know, control actions like on this remote chain from Moonbeam. So that's an example of a, kind of a native integration and an app that spans two blockchains, but is providing one end user experience back to the user. So I think that's, a, I like that example because I think that's the direction in which things are going to move. Mm-hmm. And um, you mentioned before that you don't see, uh, you know, having like a, you know, um, one EVM uh, network in the future. So, you know, what are, uh, you know, the, the broad trends that you see in, you know, multi-chain development, you know, that uh, Polkadot and Moonbeam are, are, are part of? Yeah, uh, it's it, it, you know, I'll explain that, um, you know, we've, we've covered this example, but this is my belief that to date uh, and historically, blockchain development has been this kind of mono, it had a monochain kind of deployment model, right? So if you're a developer, the idea was, okay, let me pick one blockchain and then I'm going to deploy my logic to that one blockchain. And I think you already see that that idea is, you know, doesn't really make sense if we're in this permanently multi-chain world where there's you know, significant users and assets that are spread around on different blockchains. And so I think, we're, you know, we're at the beginning of a big shift uh, from this single or monochain um, uh, thinking and deployment architectures to multi-chain deployment architectures. And you, you can already see that happening. Uh, you know, the, the simple first um, way that people are addressing this is they're just redeploying the software like multiple times. Um, so you can see that, um, for example, um, you know, we, uh, we have a deployment of the Sushi uh, Dex on uh, Moon River, our, our Kusama deployment. And, you know, Sushi is deployed to, you know, probably 10, you know, other chains, right? So the idea that they had was, well, let's take our Dex, let's just deploy it to multiple uh, different locations. Um, that works for, you know, getting onto different chains, but I think it's, it's kind of, in my mind, it's, it's kind of a version one, right? Because uh, there definitely are limitations. You have this, you have kind of a separate instance on each chain. They don't really know about each other. And um, you know, if you deposit liquidity, you know, uh, uh, you're an LP and on in one chain, that doesn't really mean that you can do anything else on, on another chain. And so this is where I think there's the the evolution. Uh, there's going to be an evolution of what these multi-chain deployments look like, so that they're more connected and they they feel like they're more part of uh, one system. And this is you know as things start to shift in that direction. You know, this is where I think uh, uh, a system or an infrastructure like Polkadot has you know, a lot of big advantages because you have this ability to natively communicate you know, between different chains. But do you think this is a permanent situation or, you know, once there's a, 
yeah, there's not going to be a clear winner in this, uh, you know, and uh, in, in, in this, um, you know, the, providing the the architecture and and you know the the EVM for uh, all uh, projects. Uh, so I I would answer it this way that uh, I don't think there's going to be a single chain uh, winner, but there is this question of the technology stacks, right? So um, there's only so many technology stacks that uh, can get you know enough adoption to be maintained from a developer perspective, and so while there you know there may be a lot of chains, I do think there will be consolidation around. Uh, certain technology stacks. Uh, I mean, three uh, three of them for me that are quite obvious are the, the EVM is the most widely adopted, so that's not going anywhere. I mean, I, I'm quite confident that ten years from now, like there's going to be EVM deployments. Um, you know, there's, there's no question in my mind. Uh, the other two that I would highlight would be the Cosmos SDK and Substrate. So those are the two uh, frameworks uh, of note that um, allow someone to build a blockchain. And you know, there's been a huge amount of effort that's gone into both of those. Uh, I'm, I'm much more familiar with with Substrate, uh, but there's a lot of teams building on the Cosmos SDK as well. And uh, I don't see those going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, I mean, they're, if you're going to build a new blockchain these days, uh, you're kind of almost crazy to not use one of those frameworks because so much time and energy has been put into those. And so you'll get so much out of the box versus having to recreate it yourself. So at least those three, I think, are quite clear to me. And then I think there's going to be perhaps you know another couple um, you know uh, another couple tech stacks that might be you uh, um, uh, prevalent. Um, you know Solana comes to mind. I mean they have a different one, and but they you know have quite a bit of traction uh, these days. So yeah, I think it, it, but it probably tails off pretty fast after that because there's only so many you know tech stacks that uh, that the developers can adopt. I mean, you can't, I don't think it, it's a, it's not a supportable situation to have hundreds of these things, but even if there's only, let's say four or five tech stacks, uh, that doesn't mean that there's only four or five blockchains and you can already see it that with, you know, EVM there's, uh, there's many, right. Uh, you know, you not only it's ETH mainnet, it's the L2s on, on uh, Ethereum, it's uh, Avalanche C chain, it's Polygon, it's BSC. So you have all these chains that are implementing EVM. So you have many chains, but one, you know, kind of one tech stack used to, create uh, software for those different chains. Yeah, that's uh, interesting to, to get your perspective, you know, for someone who's uh, actively been developing in the in the multi-chain, uh, um, you know, uh, the, like ex exploring this, these issues, like more, not, uh, yeah, because, because mostly what we hear from people is that they're, you know, they're sticking to their, network because they think this is the network that's going to be uh you know th that 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 what brings the most uh value and they don't see the you know the, the the market staying the way it is or you know uh, uh or even consolidating around a few um leading technologies Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the natural evolution of, if you look in the history of technology, uh, you see that pattern, right? Where there may be uh, many competing platforms at the beginning of a new um, technology space that's been open or market, uh, but it does tend to consolidate down to, let's call it like, you know, maximum like three or four uh, platforms over time. 
Um, so I, I do think that we could see something similar here. But again, it's, you know, I, I think this concept of there's only going to be one, when I hear people talking about only one or two or three blockchains, I think that's kind of ludicrous, basically. Uh, that's uh, to me, it, it, it reminds me of when people, you know, way in the past, like said, like, well, you know, these com computers are so expensive, like there's only going to be three or four of them in the world. Uh, it's like, yeah, when there's something useful that gets created, um, you know, the, all the combined ingenuity of, you know, engineering all around the world, you know, strives to, you know, works to make that, you know, cheaper and, and easier to use. It's a good analogy. So what can you tell us for, you know, any uh, developers out there um, that, that looking, uh, you know, to, to, to develop their own projects? What, what are the, the driving reasons, uh, you know, behind uh, Moonbeam's early success? What, what can, uh, you know, people focus on in order to, you know, to build a, a, a good, uh, a, a successful project? Yeah, well, I think honestly, the the success of Moonbeam is really tied to the discussion we just had. That because we've uh, uh, created a system that's compatible with this existing Ethereum technology stack, that's made uh, that's reduced the friction uh, for getting adoption and getting developers on board a lot, right? So you know that's compared to having something new that you're trying to evangelize. Saying, hey, I have this new better thing, and you know you should use it. Uh, that's you know that can be true, but. Uh, yeah, I think people tend to underestimate what it takes to evangelize one of these new uh, these new tech stacks. So by taking this Ethereum compatible approach, that's helped us uh, quite a bit. Uh, I think the motivation for why projects have wanted to deploy uh, to Moonbeam, uh, there's a few I'd highlight. One is that uh, it's a way for them to get access to the Polkadot ecosystem without, um, especially if they already are a project on say ETH mainnet, you know, they can do that without having to re-engineer anything, right? They can deploy some version of their existing protocol. It gets deployed to Moonbeam, but that gives them access to the users and assets that are on Polkadot, right? Because now we have this mechanism where we can even move assets from other chains and Polkadot onto Moonbeam and represent them or access them via an ERC-20 style uh, interface. Uh, so I think from that perspective, if you're, if you're a project team that wants to expand to multiple chains, you know, then working with Moonbeam is, is quite attractive, I think, because, you know, you're, able to leverage your existing code base and still you know, get the access uh, that you need to you know, increase your users, increase your uh, TVL for a DeFi project uh, uh, and so on. But what I would say is that we do see a shift where you know, there's a, there is a, a quite a strong uh, community uh, within the, uh, they call it Dotsama, right? So Polkadot and Kusama, this Dotsama ecosystem. And uh, so there are native teams that we're seeing uh, that are, uh, creating protocols and deploying focused only on uh, on Polkadot and uh, on building on Moonbeam. And so that's, you know, quite encouraging to us. Uh, I think that it's, you know, it's a very technical, very strong community that's uh, that's in this ecosystem. And um, I think, you know, project teams are, 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 are kind of saying, hey, well, is this the kind of uh, community that I want like around my project? And I think there is... Um, you know, if you're going to deploy to Ethereum mainnet, then obviously there's a lot of assets and a lot of users there, but you're also, you know, competing against a lot of other uh, protocols and projects. So I think a lot of people see the opportunity to you know, plant a flag in this Polkadot ecosystem uh, that's going to, you know, is already substantive and is going to grow larger over time, and they can be a, a first mover. And so that's where, you know, even the two, in the two weeks we've been live with Moonbeam, there's been many, many deployments already with people 
uh, gunning to be, you know, the first DEX or the first, you know, the first of uh, of a number of different protocols uh, deploying and, and getting users. And what can we expect to see from uh, from Moonbeam in the next uh, six months? I know you just started two weeks ago, but you know I'm I'm sure you have uh, uh, expectations and and plans, um, you know, for the immediate future. Yeah, of course. And uh, even in the last two weeks, we're we're pretty pleased with. Uh, I think there's about uh, 250 million of, of TVL, for example. If you look at DeFi Llama, so there's already uh, progress that has been made even in the last two weeks. But the, you know the the next six months I'd highlight two things. Uh, one is that you know we see our job is needing to get all of the infrastructure in place to make sure that developers are not blocked that they have everything they need. Um, we've already deployed quite a bit of that, but there is more work to do. Uh, so for example, th- this is tools and infrastructure outside of the core EBM. Uh, so that includes things like you know we just launched a Uh, uh, in cooperation with etherscan like a uh, moon scan is our our you know our version of, of etherscan that uh, supports moonbeam uh the graph just went live uh, that's like a top requested um integration for developers that want to you know build more performant uh, front-end uh interfaces to their applications uh you know we're uh, about to release uh, our version of the dosa safe multi-sig so there's all these tools uh you know the uh, oracles is another one right that are needed for certain use cases Uh, so that's going to be a big focus is making sure that all of those tools are in place so that teams aren't blocked they have what they need uh, but I'd say on the the core product side you know we're really going to lean hard into these native cross-chain integrations that I mentioned you know a few examples of uh, earlier uh, that's really that's our unique differentiator uh, and that's the bet that we've made is that you know these cross-chain integrations are going to open up possibilities of new kinds of you You know, architectures new kinds of possibilities for developers so you know that's something that we really want to want to emphasize and create as many of as, as we can um, because that's that's kind of why someone would deploy to moonbeam versus uh, a standalone EBM EBM chain gotcha and uh last questions um, is going to be where can um, you know anyone in our audience that's uh, interested in In learning more where, where should they go and um, you know t- to learn more about the project yeah I would say that uh, you can visit us on the uh, on the web so that's uh, moonbeam.network and from there you have a number of jumping off points um, and for developers I would say that our discord is really the the most active place that's where um, you know, we're providing support technical support to, to developers that are looking to You know create deploy smart contracts or um, uh, deploy uh, and create new new protocols um, so those would be the, the two places of course you can follow us on, on Twitter as well which is uh, moonbeam network great so uh, you heard it if you're a developer looking to um, you know uh, incorporate with uh, moonbeam check them out on on discord uh, we'll have the and all the social links we're gonna have on In the description of uh, of the podcast so I want to thank you again Derek uh, thank you very much for uh, taking the time and coming to explain uh, the project to us oh, thanks Abby. thanks for having me